It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Full time at Ibrox. Let's get the story with Andrew and Alex. Yes, full time here, and it's Rangers 3, Hearts 1 at Ibrox. So Stephen Gerrard's men move within five points of the Jambos, whose unbeaten record this season comes to an abrupt end. It was a blistering first half with Rangers taking the lead just three minutes in, and it's not a type of goal you see every day. Hearts tried to play an offside trap while defending a deep Rangers free kick, and when the ball fell to Morelos at the penalty spot, even he couldn't believe the flag stayed down. He had all the time he wanted to play in Ryan Kent, who tapped in the opener. Alan McGregor then made two good saves. The first one was a one-on-one with Stephen Naismith that he panned away, and he also tipped an Uche Ekpiezu strike over the bar. It was Morelos that bagged the second 13 minutes in, and what a finish it was. Daniel Kandias dispossessed Dimitri Mitchell in the box. He fired across the face of goal, and there was Morelos with a back heel flick. That found the top corner, and it was 2-0 Rangers. Ryan Kent, well, he looked dangerous all day, and he had one save by Zlamal before Rangers made it 3 Tavernier's cross from the right found Morelos at the back post his header was saved by Zlamal but Scott Arfield was on hand to fire home it was a completely different half in the second though despite an early red card for Hearts Michael Smith got a second booking for a block on Flanagan but it was actually the Jambos that reacted better a long free kick into the box after 67 minutes and Jimmy Dunn was there to head past Alan McGregor for 3-1 Rangers found themselves wasteful in possession throughout the second half and that led to another good Hearts chance Arnau Jim found space at the edge of the box but his strike was well saved by Al McGregor a big win here for Rangers today Alex but they couldn't match the first half performance no but I think overall Andrew I think Rangers were worthy winners I think the damage was done particularly in the first half as you rightly said Smith getting sent off in 55 minutes Rangers did then become a little bit wasteful and uh, obviously done good the goal but Rangers were on easy street Stephen Gerrard will be disappointed because it was an opportunity to put really put them to the sword today to take five or six to get into some terrific opportunities and just pass them up wasteful uh, in, in that final third but overall we said at the start of the show who would stand up and be counted and Rangers done that to a man it was an excellent performance all round full time score here from Ibrox Rangers 3 Hearts 1 so there we are the first of this afternoon's games has finished at Ibrox Rangers 3 Hearts one uh, over at McDermott Park St Johnson nil Celtic five. Uh, we'll give Alec a bit of time to catch his breath, and then we'll look back on that game at Ibrox and continue with St Johnson Celtic next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. Full time at Ibrox Rangers 3 Hearts 1 72 minutes gone At McDermott Park St Johnson 0 Celtic 5 So we've still got a bit to go In that one But let's just open the phones Shall we The floor is yours 0141 951 1025 Rangers fans What did you make Of that result This afternoon Table topping Undefeated Hearts Come to town uh, And your side Dealt with them Rather well 01419511025 Celtic fans You can get involved Just now if you want uh, I suspect some may wait Until full time At Perth But the phone lines are open Give us a call Hugh Keevans Mark Wilson And Gordon DL are here Alex Ray Is still at Ibrooks. Jim Duffy will join us At full time McDermott Park As well uh, Alex Overall then A uh, a comfortable afternoon could it be described as comfortable for, for Rangers yeah, yeah very much so Gordon there was obviously a few chances when you see the highlights uh, Alan McGregor probably made three or four decent saves throughout the game that'll be the disappointing thing for um, you know Stephen Gerrard uh, for me it was an opportunity to really put hearts to the sword they, they could have kicked on and if they weren't so wasteful 
uh, in the final third, you know, taking the wrong, wrong option, laid numbers, uh, and it allowed um, Hearts to come back into it. They went to a back three, which allowed them to press Rangers higher, and, the, and Rangers kind of fluency kind of dwindled, and then Hearts started to get belief. Again, it's a it's an interesting one and all because you're looking at a, another set piece conceded, uh, so that'll be something of a concern as well to uh, Stephen Gerrard. But I think overall, some of the performances from middle to front, young Ryan Kent today was absolutely unplayable. He's he's phenomenal. He can go on the outside. He can go on the inside. Candias puts a hell of a shift in, and then when you get Alfredo Morelos in that kind of form as well, carrying on for the other night. His goal was absolutely top, top drawer, Gordon. It was just a flick right in the roof of the net. And it's a boy who's playing with confidence. So you get your key players, and in the middle of the park, they battled manfully. But, you know, I can understand why hearts are where they are, Gordon. But this, we said a couple of days ago on the show, that we, we felt as if the next four or five games would be a good barometer where hearts were. They've came here today to Glasgow, and they're going back home to Edinburgh with their tails. Uh, behind us, you know, backsides. But overall, I think Rangers have thoroughly deserved this today. Today, Hearts, of course, still top of the table, Alex. But does this shift the dynamic just because it's it's a bit of a marker? Well, listen, what I will say, Gordon, it was a must. I said this last week on the show. This was a must win for Rangers. You know, to go 11 points behind at this stage would have been unthinkable for Rangers. All the momentum, particularly in Europe as well. If they can sort out their uh, away form, I think that's nine wins and a draw in the last 10 Rangers at Ibrox. So that that's taken care of itself. They now need to take that on the road uh, Hearts you know they, I have to say I, I was quite impressed even though Rangers for 55 minutes you know bulldozed them but they've got really good quality Ikpiezu is an absolute handful what what a size a man he is you can see players coming and sometimes you're trying to nick the ball off him as a, a supporting midfielder for Rangers and he's smashing people all over the place they're very tentative to go in uh, Herring in the middle of the park is a decent player and I think overall you can see why you know they're very very physical every single set play and I think that's what Rangers did ever so well today they battled for every sing single thing that came into the box I've got a long throw by the boy Smith uh, but Rangers did it, uh, deal with that very well today Rangers fans just getting back in the car perhaps at Ibrooks. what did you make of today's game 0141 951 1025 Give us a call right now Tell us what pleased you Maybe there was something That didn't please you Because we tend to like a moan as well So give us all your thoughts After the game 01419511025 Hugh as always We're also on Twitter At Clyde SSB mm. Steve Turner's watching The Celtic game Now there's only 14 minutes to go So surely not But Steve says um, We had a game last week FA Youth Cup in England Nuneaton led Hales Owen 7-2 With half an hour to go And it finished Nuneaton 8 Hales Owen 9 I, I read about this <laughs> Wow I read about this But uh, there's no St Johnston comeback On the cards here In fact uh, Wotherspoon had better be careful He's been yellow carded And now he's been spoken to again uh, St Johnston couldn't stand going down to 9 men Stephen Anderson Is going to be spoken to as well You would imagine He goes into the book in fact Because Scott Sinclair Just dances by him They're um, so fed up With chasing shadows The St Johnston players That there are a few Dull ones getting thrown in here now that's exactly it, Hugh. See, when you've you've went seventy six minutes chasing players, you just get that frustrated. You just think, you know what? It, yeah. Sinclair's by me. I, I'd rather just take him down and chase after him. But you're right, Hugh. Witherspoon. Yeah. I thought that was a shocking challenge. Yeah. That I, I don't know if it deserved a red, but he needs to be careful. He's already because, been booked, so yeah. he could. You been were off. talking about the first oh, the one. The first one he got booked was a was a, a very poor one. So St Johnson have just lost it today completely. Celtic have been brilliant, but St Johnson. Um, need to take a look at themselves because I, I, again I said it, they have struggled this season picked up a couple of wins but 
Their performances have been so poor Wasted opportunity from Olivier and Cham It was a wide free kick One of those which really should be crossed Unless you've got something special in terms of a shot uh, But it goes over the bar, Gordon you know, Never troubling the keeper Yeah, when you're 5-0 up, Gordon You can afford to take a little <laughs> chance like that uh, I'm sure that the guys that come up from the back Will not be happy with them Saying, put the ball in the box And let's go and challenge for headers St Johnson making another substitution it's been a long day mm. for the St Johnston players well, and I think that's a good substitution yeah, that man, from Tommy Wright. David Wotherspoon, perhaps yeah. walking a tightrope goes off you. Liam Craig does now eventually come on. He was a certainty not to last the 90 minutes. Uh, the red mist had descended uh, and Tommy Wright has taken him off uh, just to make sure he doesn't go down to nine men. I, I look at a 5-0 scoreline and I think to myself, Griffiths, seldom seen in the game, taken off. And Sham... Still on the park, but seldom seen. Uh, McGregor, terrific player, but not an outstanding day. Just uh, shows how good the contribution yeah, yeah. of Rogic and Forrest has been, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, astonishing. Uh, so it's been a great uh, performance from a Celtic perspective in general. Uh, but they've, they've actually managed to do it with two or three players not really firing yeah. on all cylinders right the phone lines are open 01419511025 John's a Rangers fan from Kirkcaldy what did you make of it today John? I thought we were great today never gave us a, a chance to play football closed I'm doing early got the job done the first half was it all about the quick start John because that's what people were looking at wasn't it following on from Thursday night that idea of trying to pick up where you left off and when you get the goal so early do you think that that played a big part in the way the rest of the game went? I definitely I thought I trained as I sat in and let Hearts play football the way they can play. Uh, we were a struggle today, but from the kick-off, I thought Rangers were well fired up, especially coming back uh, from the win on Thursday night there. Uh, I thought we were great. Ryan Kane, I thought he was outstanding today. I think, Gordon, with Rangers and Stephen Gerrard playing the same team as he did the other night, I think, of course, it's a right thing to do because of the result, but I firmly believe that the way they finished the game, how powerful they were, how Fit they looked at the end of that game. I think there's something in you know, people say, Oh, a feel good factor. You are buzzing. See, when you get a, a performance like that in front of a crowd at Ibrox on Thursday night, I think you come into a game, whether it's two days later, three days later, you're feeling good. And Gerard went with the same team and they started brightly again. And then you start making subs after it. You know, you see the way they started and then tailed off at the end. That's to be expected. But the, when you're feeling that good about yourself, you have to play the players yeah. right away. I mean, Alex, that's what the early goal does, doesn't it? It makes sure that the the mood, if you like, stays there. Yeah, absolutely. From where it was on Thursday. Yeah, absolutely, Gordon. I said yesterday in the show that I'd be surprised if there was any changes. I just feel as if you, if you've got a group of players that are playing in the manner of what they were doing on Thursday night, they've carried it into the day. But you're right in what you said. Uh, to score within two minutes, it kind of took the stuffing out of them. And it's, the, the actual manner in which Hearts lost that goal was baffling. And you, as a manager, you're saying, right, OK, everybody knows they're stepping up. And you're telling them that Ike Piazzo is the one that kind of dropped back in. It's schoolboy stuff. It's stuff you see in the... You know, the playground, and it was an unbelievable start for Rangers, but they carried it on from there, Gordon, and they were really comprehensive, particularly in that first half. Uh, John and Kirkcaldy, what are you making of the contribution of some of the players at the moment? You mentioned Ryan Kent. What about guys like Morelos? A couple of goals the other night, a, a pretty spectacular backheel goal this afternoon. It feels like there's a, a few stepping up to the plate at the moment. Aye, definitely. There's a good momentum about the club there. Players are uh, working hard. Closing down the ball at the Creating a safe chance, you know, they're playing well. There's a good uh, buzz about Ibrox and a great atmosphere. 
Alex Ray, I mean, you did you did mention Kent. To be fair, he said yeah. he was phenomenal. Just elaborate a bit more, and I know a lot of Rangers fans in the last few games. Maybe take you, you do take the Livingston game out of this when he came on at half time, but is he starting to really settle and show what he can do? Yeah, listen, I think there's a belief about this boy. The one great thing about him, Gordon, is once he gets the ball, he's looking to back up the opposition defender right away, and he can travel with the ball 50, 60 yards. Then this is obviously going to be super critical. He bears down and he loves to drive inside. I would love to see him pull the trigger for 20, 25 yards out. He's always looking to probe and pass and you know, like pick out up. Uh, offensive players for me I'd love him just to get his head down and just smashing balls in target because he's got a good strike on him and uh, I think he could add to his goal tally as well but overall he's what rate tracking back he's, he's a brilliant foil for John Flanagan as well because he's, he's willing to do the, the nitty gritty side the, the kind of workman like side as well but he lights up this place Gordon and you know you see the fans are looking for that kind of of years gone by when you had the great wingers and they're driving at players, but he also gives the, the other players, you know, like Morelos and then Arfield breaking for the middle of the park as well today. You, I will be touching again earlier on about the caller who says, oh, I'm not too sure about Arfield. For the life of me, I can't see where he's coming from. I, I defended him a few weeks ago. Today, again, he's got another goal for the middle of the park. And that's exactly what you're looking for. You're looking for goals from all over the place. Uh, Gordon Diallano, in some of your previous visits to Ibrox this season, you've been impressed with Morelos. Like I say again During the week And again today He's, he's proving a bit of a, a handful For opposition defences Isn't he? Yeah I think if you're A Rangers supporter Going along to Ibrox Just now Gordon and you're, you're getting entertained They're playing some good football They're scoring What's that 12 goals In 3 league games You've got to say That's that's very very good For Rangers They've upped the pace Yes I think They'll be looking To improve in their away Form But they're home for them And, and it's and a lot of teams are coming there now expecting. The games are, the last three games, the games have been finished at half time. That's how quick out the blocks they are. And they're playing some entertaining football. I was very impressed with the lad, Kent. I thought he was maybe take a little bit of time to settle into the Scottish game. He's been excellent. But Candace and the other side, they've got good pace. And Morellis just looks like a boy now that's enjoying his football. Yes, he does some silly stuff. Of course he does. Everybody does. But. When he's in forum and working the way he can work, he's a very, very good player indeed. St Johnson nil Celtic five eighty four minutes gone. Celtic still with all the ball. Campton, uh, the St Johnson half, no goals at the moment though. Or is that about to change? Yes, indeed, it does. Clyde one super scoreboard goal flash. St Johnson nil Celtic six. Brendan Rodgers claps his hands. He's pleased. The Celtic fans are pleased. Mark Wilson. A lot of the goals have been. Intricate passing moves That might just be The best of the lot Yeah <laughs> Hugh was just saying They're trying to top each goal uh, We're trying to pass our way And walk in This is incredible play One touch Passing round the corner Lovely little cut back From Lustig And there's Callum McGregor To put it in But I mean Celtic When they're in this form They're unstoppable Slick Quick Accurate passing And the goals they've scored today Have been outstanding Tommy Wright Hasn't moved a muscle since about the 10th minute in the game <laughs> He's staring straight ahead He looks like he's seen a ghost He's too disgusted To even look at Danny Swanson When he was sent off For the ridiculous challenge On James Forrest Xander Clark Looks as if he's seen a ghost as well He's lost six And prevented At least another six From going in So I've never seen a manager So yeah. frozen rigid By his team's inability to play Defend Do anything properly uh, And also acknowledging That he's playing a team That he cannot 
possibly lay a glove on Celtic fans give us your thoughts on this The Rangers game finished a while ago Robert is in Erskine Give us your thoughts on what you saw at Ibrox today Robert Hi guys um, I thought in the first half Rangers were just exceptional today And I think showed that, that They should be further ahead in the league than they are And, and played as well However I think quite the Stevie Gemma said a few weeks ago That even when we're so far ahead And we had been at, I can't remember the exact game it was um, that we want to keep going for goals and going for goals and going for goals. Well, we were so far ahead at half-time, came out the second half, Hearts got a man sent off, and then we put two defensively-minded midfielders on. It's hardly going for the jugular. And I, I just, I'm struggling with the, the the decisions when we really want to be going to score six like Celtic have just done today. I, I think you're being very unfair in the fact that Hearts pitched up there today, undefeated. Uh, all you wanted was a win. Uh, because you couldn't afford to lose that game, go eleven go uh, eleven points behind, and well, they were so far ahead in the first half. And, and I totally understand that. And I've been at Ibrox when uh, the game against Dundee was finished at half time. The game against St Johnston was finished at half time, and they went after more goals. I I know what you're saying, but the most important thing, surely, another three goals, three points gets it closer to Hearts now. I think that's a terrific day for Rangers. Alex Ray. Yeah, I think from a, a managerial point of view, Robert, uh, Ryan Jack's just coming back after a lengthy in- injury, so it was important to try and get him some minutes under his belt as well. Halliday's come in in spells as well, but I don't necessarily believe that it was actually anything to do with the changes on these two guys. I thought they get into some really terrific areas uh, in the second half, you know, in the counter-attack, they had overloads, and they just didn't pick out the, the, the perfect pass and, uh, you know, to try and capitalise more on goals, but I've written down in my notes after 55 minutes I thought Rangers became wasteful there was a frustration and they just their whole rhythm kind of went uh, and, and heart started to grow within the game but well, Alex I, can I just say from, from what you, no difference Morelos I thought at 70 minutes was kind of struggling dead on his feet a bit and Ken I mean don't get me wrong quite right with so they had a big game on Thursday night yeah. and they've come in and ran up in the first half today I thought the game was crying out to bring maybe Middleton on to replace Kent to put a bit of it was looking for a lift the team were looking for a bit of spark and well, spark in the team today was the Gary and he got taken off yeah, so, listen, Robert, you, you may well be right. You, you've you've said there you could have brought on Middleton. I, I was actually looking at Lafferty. May well have got more. I think he got about eight or nine minutes or so. So it wasn't a great deal of time. Uh, I, I, it just strikes me at the moment that Morelos wants to stay in the party. It looks to me as if he wants to add these goals. And again, in front of goals, I, I keep saying this boy gets so many opportunities. You know, and even laterally in the game, he's come back into his right foot and blazed it over the bar when the goal was a begging but listen the thing is I don't think you can complain see before the game we were saying that it was a must win for Rangers you know they didn't want to go 11 points behind and I think everybody who's been in the stadium today has went away happy this is, this is a team in the last five home games has scored 19 goals at Ibrox so I think we were a wee bit super critical we may well have done a substitution here or there but overall I think people coming here before kick off today will be absolutely delighted driving back home uh, in their cars because We'll see what Rangers are actually capable of. If they can take this on the road, they will have a serious challenge on. Uh, Robert, who impressed you the most for Rangers today? I thought Kent and Ken Dias were standing today. I thought Ken Dias on Thursday night as well was just the best man on the park. I, for me, you know, the, the uh, Kachinia, Kachinia signing, you know, I'm so glad they kept Ken Dias uh, and uh, Morella, uh, two of the, the signings that were a success for him. Um, and Ken Dias for me was just 
was good today But Kent was obviously the man of the match That's a fair point I suppose Hugh For all the, the much maligned Pedro Cachinha yeah. uh, brought, brought a couple of guys to the club That have worked in a listen I know there were many who didn't work out But those two in particular Morelos and Kandea Still there Still doing the business But the one point that tickles me That Robert made there Was Why didn't Rangers get six like Celtic? So that's what it's all about If you're Celtic and Rangers supporters You're mindful of what the other team are doing And you want to see your team equal that or better it Jozo Simunovic has just had his second long distance shot of the game Mm. That shows you how comfortable Celtic are Almost finished there, 90 minutes approaching Let's get the thoughts of John and Linwood What's impressed you about your team today, John? Hi, Gordon, Hugh, Alec the mushroom and the legend, how he's doing, guys? All, All good, right, John. John. Uh, we, obviously, today we needed a positive result, and we got one. Uh, we need positive uh, players to play positive football. Uh, for me, Mr. Forrest was one of them, and quite a few of them, actually. But uh, three years ago, when a lot of Celtic supporters come on the show and give him Brown and Forrest no, they're not good enough and whatever. I come on the show and I, I stuck up for the two of them. Uh, it's obviously, I'm glad... I remember uh, that call, was it on a Wednesday? Uh, Uncle Hugh, yeah. Oh, it gosh. might have been a Thursday, I don't know. Three mate. years ago on a Wednesday it was, yeah, I remember it. Right, anyway, so uh, I'm really glad, glad that uh, Mr Forrest, you know, his goals. Sometimes, you know, a lot of the Celtic supporters always say his last ball or professional people like yourself say that. But uh, the confidence that the guy's got now that he's made a new deal, uh, a few goals today, uh, it goes to show, I mean, he's got potential. Uh, We used to say Samaras used to uh, frustrate us all, and he did. But uh, because Forrest has got that skill and could be potentially Lord of the Ring, they're brilliant for Forrest today, guys. Well, you know, I think the biggest thing for Celtic supporters, James Forrest was outstanding, absolutely outstanding. Four goals, man of the match, brilliant, withstood a terrible tackle from Danny Swanson, still on the park, still giving his all. But for me, the most important thing for Brendan Rodgers was the ability to say to everyone, yeah, it's still there. You wondered what happened to the Celtic of the last two years. You thought they had gone there they are because they showed it again today and that's a an outstanding result and performance uh, the full time whistle cannot be far away at all only two minutes added on it's still six to Celtic at McDermott Park and there it goes full time in Perth let's get the story of it with Ronnie Charters and Jim Duffy full time here at McDermott Park Celtic six St Johnston nil a rampant performance from Brendan Rogers' side as they steamroll the Saints with man of the match, James Forrest grabbing four goals in the first half. How different this could this game could have been if Danny Swanson's half volley on the sixth minute went in but hit straight at Craig Gordon and the Celtic keeper managed to deal with it quite comfortably. And then Celtic did take the lead after 15 minutes. It was James Forrest who started the scoring. Rogic to Eduard, his shot was saved. The rebound to Forrest just about the penalty spot and he slotted it under the keeper to make it 1-0 to the hoops. And it was 2-0 not long after. This time, Odson Eduard getting in on the act. Kieran Tierney on the left-hand side, finding the Frenchman. Plenty of space in the box. And there he was to drill it past the keeper to make it 2-0. And the goals kept on coming. It was three not long after the interplay by Forrest and Rogic in the first half was simply sublime. They linked up well 
the winger was inside the box was Forrest low under Clark again and it was 3-0 Rogic and Forrest again for the fourth not long after lovely 1-2 he was in one-on-one -on -one with Clark was Forrest and again low under the keeper no chance for the Saints keeper and it was Celtic 4 St Johnston 0 and he got his fourth of the afternoon right on half time and Celtic's fifth again link up play with Rogic this time Forrest drove about 30 yards no St Johnston player challenging him and there it was the low shot bottom right hand corner no chance for the keeper to make it at half time St Johnston nil, Celtic 5 into the second half and Tom Rogic could have got the second half off to the perfect start for Celtic he danced by, by around 5 St Johnston players there he was but his shot was well saved and tipped behind for a corner then an ugly moment for St Johnston Danny Swanson with a late lunge on James Forrest as he was breaking away no hesitation from Kevin Clancy to pull out the red card and the Saints afternoon got a hell of a lot worse a scramble in the box then just after the hour mark fell the ball to Joseph Simunovic on the edge of the box but his shot was over the bar and then Celtic added their sixth just five minutes before the end a wonderful team goal it seemed as if every player in the Celtic camp got on the end of a ball end of a pass should I say there was Lustig on the right hand side he played it into square to McGregor into an empty net to make it St Johnston nil, Celtic 6 that's how it finished here at McDermott Park and Jim Duffy one of the most dominant performances in recent years from Celtic yeah, I mean, obviously, particularly the first 45 minutes, Celtic were electric. Uh, and I think at the end of the game, Tommy Wright will actually be quite pleased that only ended up six. These teams credit with 10 men, you know, they really worked hard. They, they maybe only had one one objective, and that was just to defend, which maybe meant that they weren't as open and they could just camp. Celtic got a little bit, you know, slow with the ball and didn't move it quite as quick. Obviously, then you make substitutions, particularly taking Rogic off who was instrumental in, you know, many, uh, you know, Celtic's goals and, 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 and all the, the kind of good play in the final third. So, listen, Celtic were tremendous, some fantastic footballing goals, the ball on the carpet getting moved, slick, inventive, imaginative, creative. It was a joy to watch at times. The sixth goal just typified that. The guys are talking about James Forrest. I think the shape today helps James Forrest. There's been times where Celtic have played three at the back with James Forrest playing like a wing-back. He had no defensive duties at all today. His, his job was to get at the full-back, get at the defenders. And, uh, you know, and, and he'd done that time to him again, scored four goals, outstanding in display. But Brendan Rodgers, I think, will be thrilled with his team performance. Celtic fans will go down the road very, very happy. And, uh, you know, it's been a, a good day for the old firm. Celtic climbed to third in the table. Six goals this afternoon, four for James Forrest. One dominant performance from the Hoops Full time here in Perth St Johnston nil Celtic 6 0141 951 1025 The floor is yours Let us know what's on your mind And we're going to hear from Stephen Gerrard next We'll just hear from Stephen Gerrard now Shall we? Why not? I thought it was going to take a break We'll just, just stay Hugh Keevans That alright with you? Yeah absolutely You're not, you're not wanting to go away and celebrate your Half a knacker Half a knacker mm, Not quite no, as good as yesterday no. But then be Better better in some ways Because You actually got the correct scoreline At Ibrox So yes. I'm quite impressed with that Right anyway Alright let's hear from Stephen Gerrard Shall we Give us your thoughts on all this 01419511025 Here's the Rangers boss yeah, Very pleased with my team uh, We've beat a good team today uh, To a good team And I, I said before the game And I weren't telling lies You know we were very respectful uh, They are where they are on merit um, got good players they've got a good way how they play um, so we beat a very good team today and we did it because we went to war with them and we matched them in the war and then our football shone through and that's what you've got to do in games did like this Did you find it strange that, I mean I think we all did 
that sort of trying to play offside and obviously beating? Well, look, it, it's a plan that, um, as a player, I've been involved in that myself. But you, you normally do it at the very end of games um, to, to surprise teams. But Hearts have got it wrong. Uh, three were offside, but Alfredo weren't, and they've got it wrong. But um, I have seen it used many a times, and you know my managers have used it, but more towards ends of games. But can um, criticise Craig Levine? He's got his team top of the league, and they've been doing excellently well. And he's a top manager. So you said after like last week at Livingston that this was a game you couldn't really afford to lose if you had any sort of title aspirations. In terms of the way the boys responded to that, that you'll be delighted with that. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 it didn't. This result and uh, game had nothing to do with Livingston, really. You know. Um, this doesn't heal the fact that we lost a, a Livingston. Livingston performance weren't good enough. Um, the challenge for, for me and the team now is can we go and start making um, performances like the last four days away from home? Um, and that's when we'll find consistency. So today's performance and result doesn't heal Livingston, but um, it was certainly a statement and it's certainly blown the title wide open and, and, and made it a little bit more uh, better looking in, in terms of us. The first goal was a move you've worked on in training. The one that Alfredo scored? No. No, the, no, the, the one that Ryan Kent scored. The first goal was a, a move you've worked on in training. Oh, yeah, we, 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 we work on patterns all the time. Um, but, but the players have gone out and done it, and, and you know they've, they've created the goal and finished it off, so they deserve all the credit. But yet we always work on patterns, certainly in the final third, yeah. Well, he cannot be any more explicit than that, Stephen Gerrard. Rangers went to war and this has blown the title wide open. So there's your declaration from the Rangers manager on a day when Celtic go two points above Rangers into third place, having scored six goals. We're warming up nicely. Uh, yeah, indeed we are And you can join the party 0141-951-1025 Jim Duffy's still with us, of course From McDermott Park uh, Jim, for all Celtic's domestic dominance That they've had in the last two seasons This is their biggest ever league win Since Brendan Rodgers came uh, A 6-0 win They got they managed one in the cup against Inverness uh, Other than that, this is, his, this is his best ever result, really Since he took over Yeah, and it certainly didn't flatter them You know, you said Xander Clark had several saves There was balls across the box There was crosses in the box I mean, other than, as I said, first maybe five, six minutes um, St Johnson uh, really was put to the sword And, uh, you know, I think Brendan Rodgers will be absolutely delighted He said he's been searching for that performance since the Rangers game, really Um, But also to capitalise on the, 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 you know, the many chances with the goals he scored And, as I said, there was a, you know, there was a lot of very, very good goals There was some terrific goals over the weekend scored a lot of them spectacular you know free kick shots from outside the box but Celtic scored different types of goals today you know everything was was crafted you know played into feet little intricate one twos creating space and, and slotting them into the corners and you know as I said the last goal the sixth goal really was a, a very special footballing goal and it was just about patience probing passing moving uh, you know just keeping St Johnson all the time uh, you know waiting in that uh, space opening up and eventually uh, you know we lost it getting in the back and pulling to McGregor and as Hugh said you know McGregor played a different role today he played in the kind of Scott Brown role the sitting one deep in deep obviously in the last few minutes he could, he could go and take a little gamble um, to get a goal but generally speaking he just sat kept everything ticking over nice and simple and effective um, you know not the, the, the kind of guy that normally plays a little bit higher up the pitch but he did he played the role very well Jam is still yeah I still think he's finding trying to find his form but Forrest Rogic 
the movement in the front two in the first half in particular Edward and Griffiths were very very good but overall Celtic uh, a top class performance a clean sheet six goals I said you know you can't <laughs> you can't ask for too much more than that away from home Keep the calls coming then 01419511025 Matthew is a Rangers fan in Bells Hill What did you take away from today's game Matthew? Yeah, I thought it was a must win must win game today but also got a got result um, I thought it was a special mention as well for Paul McGregor today I thought some of the saves even when it was 1-0 uh, they could have easily come back and got a couple of goals and if it wasn't for him like last year last year Bodium he probably thought he was a them in um, I think that's a big, big plus now but of course I'm doing the actual Saves them Keeps us in games man I'll put that point to Alex Ray And then I'll let you back in Alex I mean yet again We've mentioned it so many times Haven't we About the The contribution That Alan McGregor has made Since signing this season Yeah listen He's a key player To what Stephen Gerrard's trying to do here um, And he's writing what he says The caller There was two opportunities Gordon uh, Naismith come in But he just came out And made himself really big And managed to Divert the, the problem away And then Ick Piazu came in off the right hand side For Hearts He bullied Warrell And uh, again McGregor But that, that's exactly what he's been doing Since he came back to the club You know his level of consistency And then he passed up a, a couple of other opportunities Hearts later on Again down to McGregor Pulling off some brilliant saves But um, I think overall for the, for the Rangers following They'll be absolutely delighted You know because As well as Alan's staying at the back And the defenders are de- defending away Offensively, this team looked on fire. You know, that's what I'm just saying earlier on. Yeah. 19 goals here at Ibrox. So, and he's right in what he says. They did win the, the war today. That was important because we said they had to stand up to the aerial bombardment. This Hearts team are massive with the, the, the personnel that they have. So, you know, listen, they're going to have to scrap for, for, for points as well over the course. And when they go away from home, that is when you've got to scrap the most. OK, thank you. Uh, in fact, I said I would let you back in, Matthew. What was your other point? Uh, yeah, I just think now like, we need to take it into that wee games now. Like, ah, Ibrox, especially, we're turned into a fortress now. Uh, I don't even think MD could come to Ibrox now and beat us. Uh, even Europe, like, you'll keep laughing there on Thursday night. Like, they weren't even... Like, we thought we were going to go to be in for that game and we're we'll absolutely blowing them aside as well. So, ah, Ibrox, I think we could beat MD. Just need to take it into that wee games now. Hopefully, we'll, uh, we'll uh, start winning that way now and we'll climb up the table. I think this year is going to be our year. Gordon, I, su- I suppose... It shows you what you can do quite quickly You know, for all the criticism Rangers took at home last season We know Hugh doesn't like it It's early in the season Just because it is I don't mean to use that point To display anything other than a fact But already Rangers now have built up This this feeling at home um, Matthew's saying he doesn't think anyone can come to Ibrox Yeah, you can see it in their style of play as well, Gordon They're completely a different side When they play at Ibrox in front of the big crowd And that's what the problems were last year A lot of question marks were asked can the players handle playing in front of 49, 50,000 at Ibrox packed? And they certainly can handle that now because they're playing some terrific stuff. Alec touched on it there, 19 goals so far. Um, I've watched some of their, their last two games, Dundee, St. Johnson. I thought against St. Johnson they were absolutely terrific. The way they moved the ball, how quickly they moved the ball, good pace about them, create a lot of chances. But as Matthew touched on, it's alright having that at home now And that's great for them That's something to build on They've got to now go away And sometimes it's difficult Got to roll the sleeves up And scrap for results And I'm sure that the Rangers manager Will be saying Right We've got our home form uh, sorted out 
Let's take that on the road And then they can be title challengers On Twitter at Clyde SSB Heather says Great performance from the boys Back to winning ways Superb wee Jamesy uh, We'd just like to make a point on Lustig It's fair to say I've not been a fan of his recently But I do think he stepped up today uh, In a decent game Jim Duffy There was one moment Just towards the end of the game Where Mikael Lustig From right back Chased the ball all the way down to the corner flag I think it was going out For a throw in or something He just looked like a He looked like a different player This afternoon Maybe is that what A 5-0 does for you Well again In the armband as well As we said before the game Sometimes you know It's good management You know you look at players You know your players You know their personalities you know, Brendan Rodgers works with them every day He knows the type of characters they are So maybe just giving them That extra responsibility Throwing the gauntlet down Saying listen We need a performance now Listen you have to say he had no test today there was no one getting at him I mean he had the freedom of the pitch and obviously uh, St Johnson enough in their plate dealing with James Forrest so I mean other than the last couple of minutes when David Wilson had a little tackle and then he had a wee bump with chest to chest I mean that, that this, as Mark said that's just frustration but he, he, you know his attitude was terrific today um, as I said he, you know, he linked up the play well he got forward well he showed that attitude and that enthusiasm it's maybe been missing a little bit not just from Lustig to be fair uh, from a, for a, a number of the players, but yeah, today it was an all a, a, an all round performance from Celtic, which was top class, and and Lustig was was again was a, a you know a part of that and, and, and performed much more like himself. But as I said, he, he had really no defensive duties to do at all. Uh, okay, let's hear from Craig Levine, shall we? He came to Ibrooks top of the league. He leaves Ibrooks still top of the league. Um, but I'm sure he, he saw a few things he wasn't happy with today. Here are the thoughts of the Hearts manager. I'm proud of the players, the way they, they knuckled down and uh, and went for the whole 90 minutes. Uh, didn't give up, kept pushing, kept trying their best to play and create chances. And on the other hand, um, I'm disappointed that we gifted um, Rangers goals early in the match and didn't score when we had guilt-edged opportunities. So... Uh, Quite happy with some things and, and not so with with others. Was there a frustration there with the offside trap from the, the early set piece that that got the Um Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> yeah, we just got it wrong, and uh, you know we worked that particular situation quite well in the past. So you got to take it on the chin. Um, we just one player didn't come out, and that is for me it's a gift. And uh, you know I thought we. If we didn't gift Rangers the first two goals, then I think we're the, the stats say we're, we're in the game, and, uh, and that includes 35 or 40 minutes with with, uh, with 10 men. And uh, well, I'd like I'd like to play that game no, game again in all honesty because I think it would have been a different outcome. The last line there, Alex Ray is quite telling. He would like to play that game again. That I mean, as much as Rangers deserve to win. Hearts obviously contributed to their own downfall a bit, didn't they? Particularly that first goal. Yeah, he admitted that they got it all wrong. Ike Piazos uh, played them on side. And I have to say, is that young Mitchell, Dimitri Mitchell at left back, he's tried to take on Candias on his own box, Gordon. He's dispossessed him and he squared it to Morelos, who was a brilliant flick for the second goal. So I can understand what Craig Levine was saying. But it, it was like that for both teams. It was end to end stuff. And we, we said. At the top of the show, some of the guys in the studio said that they felt as if Craig Levine's team would have came and sat in. That wasn't the case. They, they went for it today. Uh, and as I said, Alan McGregor could have saved Rangers' early doors when it was kind of still at 1-0. He pulled off a couple of great saves. And um, But, you know, I think over the piece for me, um, I think Rangers were worthy winners today. 
Yeah And I don't think Craig Levine can wish To play the game Over again He got one crack at it In life And he admitted That his team Sold the jerseys Twice in the first half Too bad No second chances Goodbye <laughs> Stay- Stephen McDermott is on Twitter He says Ryan Kent was absolutely brilliant today If the opportunity should come along And we have the chance to buy him It's a must So direct And working so hard for the team It's 01419511025 On the phones Christina is in Birmingham Hi Christina Hi good evening gentlemen What made you phone tonight Christina? Well I I was at the Celtic Rangers game um, a couple, Well a few weeks ago now At the beginning of September mm-hmm. And when I was um, going back in the car, well, there was a few of us in the car, I radio, my friend Thomas had Radio Clyde on, and it's the first time I've heard the football phone in after it. So, And it made me giggle. There were a few amusing callers. Um, <laughs> and then today, I've been relying on you um, listening to the football. I did listen to the Rangers' hearts commentary, although, you know, I'm not really interested in either team. Um, but I enjoyed that and the input on the Celtic game. So it's um, made my Sunday afternoon quite enjoyable. Thank you. Very nice of you, Christina. I mean, that's what we're here for. We are here to please. We are the giggle capital of the world. <laughs> that's a first for my time on the show. What have I been here three years where a caller's been so complimentary? Just dogs abuse, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Amazing, Christina. Christina. I, don't, I don't think she was mentioning you. No. <laughs> <laughs> you were exempt yeah, from the praise. Right. Uh, now, Christina, interestingly enough, it says on my magic screen here you're a Celtic and an Aston Villa fan. And Dunfermline. And Dunfermline. Oh. Oh. I'm a few on. Uh, I'm greedy. <laughs> I don't mind that. What, what, what do you make of your team Celtic then at, at the moment today and, and perhaps the, the bigger picture as well? Yeah. If, Interesting. I think it's an interesting season where they've um, they seem to be dipping a wee bit, um, and that is that's interesting to me because, in particular, you know, with the rumours of who is going to be the next Aston Villa manager. I'm a season ticket holder at Aston Villa, and I was there on Tuesday night, the game against Preston, and it was pretty horrible with the you know what happened with Steve Bruce. You didn't but, take a cabbage to the game, Christina, did you? Oh, yeah, well, you know, my, I have my bag searched every time and I thought, how on earth do you sneak a cabbage into a football game? It just it baffles me. Good to know it wasn't you. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it's interesting because I'm now hearing the rumours about, obviously, Terry Henry going with John Terry as his number two. Brendan Rogers has been mentioned. And... I wonder, you know, what would happen with Celtic if Brendan Rodgers were to leave? I, I know it's all rumours and nobody knows what's going to happen, but I, I don't know. Celtic seem to, in my opinion, lost mm. the, they've lost their spark a wee bit, even though, albeit, I know they've just beaten you know, St. Johnson 6-1. But, um, yeah, and I've, it's interesting because I had a, a very interesting debate with a few journalists from the BBC in Birmingham and I was they were basically saying to me if Celtic or Rangers were to come into like the leagues down here they would go straight into the championship they wouldn't go into the Premier League I think we'll save that one for another day because we'll bring people up to speed on this first of all satellite television is carrying a a, a report that uh, Thierry Henry has had talks with Aston Villa and those talks have so far gone favourably to use their web. 
they have also got a suggestion that Aston Villa are interested in Brendan Rodgers but have made no approach to Celtic. So what I'd say to you, Christina, to my way of thinking, there is no way in this world that Brendan Rodgers would leave Celtic mid-season to go to a side with the greatest respect to them who are not even in the top flight of English football and when he has just watched his team produce their best performance since the game against Rangers, their their other good performance of the season, magical in some respects, a 6-0 win at St Johnston. Uh, I wish Villa well, but... I don't see Brendan Rodgers going there uh, Jim Duffy I'm not sure if that's a story That that you've noticed this morning Certainly um, As Hugh says It appeared on our television screens Talking about the, the possibility And that's all it is at the moment That Aston Villa Would be interested in Brendan Rodgers Yeah I mean obviously The, the Thierry Henry uh, one was, was one that's been muted For the last couple of weeks And you know Obviously suggestions With Sean Maloney Going to You know Leaving Celtic And going to uh, You know Work more with the Belgian team Suggesting that Perhaps uh, Henri was going to To Villa And that, that That's been rumoured uh, In terms of Brendan Rodgers Listen You know Again you know, if there's any kind of uh, suggestion there's been a bit of you know unrest, uh, then, then then people take a punt at that and think, oh, well, what, what can happen there? But like you said, no disrespect, Villa is a big club, it's a massive club, but you know they're not a global club in terms of Celtic. You know they're in the Championship. They're not at this moment in time. You know, um, you know, even one of the the top guns they should be, and they were a fraction away last year from getting promotion. But at this moment in time, it's, it's just the, the rumour factory going around, and uh, when there's a, there's a job available, <laughs> top manager we su- suggested for it, and, and Brendan Rodgers is a top manager. Uh, on that very topic, Jim Duffy, uh, if I had a pound for every tweet that I've a- I've had today asking about your thoughts on whether you'd be interested in the Partick Thistle job, I'd have about £3. But anyway, go on then. Yeah. Yeah, well, obviously, I'd, I've, I've, I'm not I'm not uh, on the, the, the part of the Twitterati, but, uh, uh, you know, for the few texts myself and stuff, listen, you know, if you have any kind of association with a club, you come from the area, um, you're a manager, there's a job available, you know, people will, will, will throw your name in and, you know, uh, from my point of view, then it's, uh, it's it's something that I, I would uh, I would definitely be interested. in There's no doubt about that. But as I said, I'm like any other good job, there'll be another hundred guys interested in it, and you know, it'll be up to Thistle to decide who they feel is the, the right person. But you know, again, I've got sympathy for Alan Archibald. Um, I think uh, you, you know, over the over the, the piece, you see, you're judging a very very small part of your managerial career. Alan for six years has been tremendous, and then you know, as a as a, a period for whatever whatever period it is, not very long anyway, and um, you know unfortunately you, you suffer for that. So listen, the best, as I said, uh, not not quite the rumours of of a, of a uh, Aston Villa proportions, but there'll, there'll be plenty of rumours going about for for Patrick this over the next few days until until they decide and what route they're going to go down. Diplomatically handled, Hugh Keevans but I, I know I expect G- no less. Jim Duffy. Mm. I can tell when he's in here on a Wednesday He's getting fed up with the DIY He's been watching yeah. some really old dull films During Listen, the day I will, I will not uh, Patronise Jim Duffy Someone that I've known for many years And would not patronise him And will not be flippant on this subject I'll say I think Alan Archibald Regrettably Having gone from 6th place in the Premiership To 8th place in the Championship it was inevitable the club would take steps to protect themselves and that is what they have done. 
I have always believed that Jim Duffy would make the perfect fit for Partick Thistle. Not just because he was born in Maryhill and has an affection for the club, but here we have a, a, a manager of experience, of accomplishment, and perfect for the job that Thistle need done, which is, first of all, stability and building for the future. I mean, Gordon Dale, you're watching your former team, Man City, mm-hmm. on the screen. Liverpool nil, Man City nil. Yeah. 55 minutes. What, what is this rubbish? How many goals did we have in the first 55 minutes of the two games this I afternoon? Know, I, was saying, I was saying to Mark, we're not playing particularly well away from home. We. Anfield. We. <laughs> we. Uh, what do you mean? We. Well, I've played with Manchester City, Mark. So you say we when it's Dumbarton. <laughs> um, it's never an easy place to go, Anfield, as we've noticed before. And uh, nil nil, Liverpool are a terrific mm. side, but I'm sure. That we'll get on top of this game And we need some goals Gordon Sure Big thank you to Christina 0141-951-1025 If you want to join Let's get the thoughts of Tommy Wright Oh This won't take long I think Believe it or not We started the game okay Just kept giving the ball away And Didn't make a tackle Couldn't cope with Forrest Totally Tore apart Biggest disappointment is I'll have to look through all the goals obviously A lot of the times we Gave the ball away when we shouldn't Celtic countered on us with pace, power and ruthlessness and but for Zander it probably could have been more we fired him second half they knuckled down and and made sure it um, didn't reach double figures which it could have Seemed to be a wee bit where punter behind the dugouts as well Aye I'm no apologising for it he wants to have a goal prepared to take a goal back think I've done enough here think the players have done enough here I always thought a definition of support or support the team and get behind the team and not shout drunken comments but listen I'm going to apologise absolutely no chance Wow uh, Jim Duffy did you see that incident that he's talking about a bit of a, a a disagreement shall we say with a supporter Yeah I mean you mentioned uh, there was some colourful language going about and it was quite vociferous at times and um, directed um, towards Tommy and um, you know listen unfortunately it's part and parcel of football I'm always amazed when you're in a ground I don't know Stewards must be deaf half the time because some of the language is just so ridiculous and Stewards are standing you know yards away never seem to do anything about it I don't know whether people just think oh, that's okay it's football when we accept it but I, I don't think it is I, I, I think it, you know in, in any other Business, supposedly entertaining businesses, football. I, I just, I just don't think in this day and age it should be accepted. And, and Tommy's obviously saying, well, he's if he's giving it out, and I give a little bit back, he's not going to apologise. And you know, that's Tommy's right to do so. But um, listen, fans will get frustrated. But ultimately, I suppose if you look at it, Celtic should be beating St Johnson comfortably. Um, St Johnson's season will not be defined by today and over the course of the period again. Tommy's done an outstanding job here, but listen, uh, you know, comments. Are, if it's football, if it's, if it, you know, if, it, if there's a way of putting it, if you want to call it that frustration, then fair enough. But when it's it's quite vociferous and quite, um, you know, the language is is, is um, very industrial. Then and then I think that as I said, it's, it's only natural that particularly when you when your team's getting the run around as well, that you'll be frustrated and, and sometimes um, you know you can you can react back. Tommy Wright won the cup. The Scottish Cup for St Johnston The only major trophy they have ever won in their existence That will be enshrined on his tombstone Uh, And we live in a a rough environment A coarse environment uh, in the football world 
And if somebody gives it to Tommy John, uh, Tommy Wright, and he gives him it back, then it's a score draw. And I would hope that the supporter would have no mad ideas about going and reporting the manager because he gave it out. If he can't take it, mm. don't come to the games. Brave supporter. Well, the thing is, you you'd like to think the supporter wouldn't do it, but the world we live in now, supporters think they pay their money and they're entitled yeah. to say anything yeah. without getting anything back. So you wouldn't be surprised. I, mean, and there, I, I feel there's a part Tommy of that that's probably true, though. Like you as can long say as you don't over, no, no, I was going to nah. say as long as you don't overstep them. We don't know what was said, obviously, but Tommy Wright not happy. What about the point, Gordon? I mean, it's, it's very clear what Tommy Wright makes of it. He says. Along the lines of I've done enough at this club not to not to deserve that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think all managers uh, supporters got to realise. Yes, sometimes they're not happy and getting beat six 0 today. Um, some supporters paying their money, obviously not happy with the performances. I watched them against Rangers. Rangers taking five off them. They've been poor this season, St. Johnson. But you can't just live off winning a cup. Um, there's times comes that you've got to it's keep not just them. that to be fair so many impressive top yeah, four yeah, finishes yeah, but, and so on but, but the, the, Gordon you look at Archibald for instance the best ever with Party Thistle top six all of a sudden down they went struggling loses his job Jim Duffy is a brave man wanting to go back into this industry it's a horrible industry to be in it's a hard industry when things are going well for you it's terrific when things are going against you you need the support Tommy Wright I think yeah, it's very hard standing there. We've been there. We've all we've all stood there and took criticism, and you feel like turning around. As a manager, you've got to rise above it. You really got to rise above it, and don't leave any excuses for supporters to say anything about you. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We're going to hear from Brendan Rogers very soon. Indeed, Stephen is in Ardrossan, a Rangers fan. Happy, I take it, Stephen. Aye, definitely. First things first, uh, Gordon. All the apologies for the last time. Basically, I was a wee bit. Overstate the mark in my last calling. Is that Gordon DL? Uh, basically, but the point is, I'm looking at the league table. We'll never know. In. For this time of last season, Celtic were sitting in 20 points, Aberdeen in 20 points, basically, I think it was. How exciting this season, by the way. Everything's going on about Rangers and Celtic, basically, but Rangers have obviously better hearts today. I'm just thinking to myself, when was the last time this close in the season? I know it's only October. When have we had a season basically where it's been five points adrift basically for first to six and the old firm are meant to tell for a week? Yeah, and we're also getting fabulous football from Celtic Rangers, Hibs, Hearts have provided that as yeah. well. But the, in this weekend, you've had six goals for Hibs, six goals for Celtic, the league leaders uh, being turned over by Rangers at Ibrox. This is the way football is supposed to be. Competition is the essence of sport Whether it's boxing, cricket, tennis, football Competition is everything Because if it's a one horse race Year after year after year The interest soon dwindles So Celtic have deserved to win the title Seven times in a row And now they're getting a fight for it And the game is all the better for it um, Stephen, do you feel your side laid down a bit of a marker today? I de- definitely uh, I still think hearts I think Hearts has taken points off from these teams this season. Still thought they played reasonably well, considering Rangers obviously won 3 1. But at the same time, what I do think is basically, I wouldn't have looked Rangers and Celtic the further if they do, and that's a big if, but it's still a possibility, if they get further in Europe, I wouldn't have looked basically the two Edinburgh teams, Livingston, for instance, and Copenhagen. I wouldn't have predicted against these teams, Wilson points, 
Rangers and Celtic have got it all today. I mean, you look at the fixture lists, and I know Hearts have got to come up with a, a good few cream of the crop at the top of the table, whatever. But at the same time, I just think as a whole, I think Scottish football as a whole has benefited from it. People down south laugh at this week, but at the same time, Neil Doncaster and that were talking about a TV deal a bit overseas. How, how, why not showcase Celtic and Raiders when they're playing Hearts and Hibs at home? Why do they have to wait until they're playing away from mm. home? If their season tickets been sold every season, their stadium's going to be full. If you don't want to be showcasing your big games, regardless if they're playing each other. That's an interesting point, uh, Hugh. I'm, I'm not sure how much it applies solely to today because we know that fixtures have been moved for Europa League. They were maybe never earmarked for television in the first uh-huh. place. But generally, do you think we're moving towards a time where we might start showing Celtic and Rangers home games? No. Uh, okay. And for one good reason uh, Celtic and Rangers, first of all, want. 60,000 inside Celtic Park And 50,000 inside Ibrox yeah, But Stephen says Those season tickets are sold How many people Are going to stay at home Just because it's on television Well they might And that that's the, uh, a chance That Celtic and Rangers Won't take uh, And That's why television Likes to go to McDermott Park Or to Petaudry Or whatever it, It's Where Celtic and Rangers fans Can't get in Then they'll watch On the television And that makes commercial sense But we are in the process of renegotiating the terms of our major television contract. And it's great that we have weekends like this with goals galore to uh, bolster our case for a much better deal. Uh, Alex Ray and Jim Duffy. Alex, I suppose you first. Where Stephen is, right? It's been a, a big day for, for Celtic and Rangers in terms of what they've done in a positive sense, but there's still a lot to like about the the challenges that some of the other teams are putting in even if it is on a week to week basis yeah I have to say listen it's going to go be like this for a while now as well Gordon because I think if you look at Hibs and Hearts they've got the personnel that are going to win games I was just looking at some of the fixtures coming up in the, for the two weeks time Celtic play Hibs Hearts play Aberdeen Rangers away to Aki so there'll be a movement whatever way something else has got to give and I think that's the beauty of this season we're only that'll take us to a quarter of the season uh, after the next game and it's like everybody turning and throwing and you're looking at fixtures ahead and I think there is that excitement about the game at the moment so it's all bodes well going forward Jim Duffy yeah, I mean, Alex, uh, 100% right there. It's, it's been a fascinating season so far. I mean, even Livingston in the mix there because, you know, they, they, they were actually disappointed not beating Motherwell yesterday. So, you know, they, they, they are somebody that everyone thought might be the whipping boys. Um, obviously, you know, it's men just now are struggling a little bit with the new manager coming in. So even the bottom end, um, you know, is, is, is always brings excitement. But it's a top end. That's where we're judged. And Hugh's right. You know, if we can market the, uh, the right time you know as I say the goals are flying in you know the top uh, the top teams are playing very very well every week the games now are just wetting your appetite you know yeah. you're thinking oh that's a great game that's a great game and and and, and the teams aren't letting us down you know they're producing the goods Alex was you know listening to Alex saying that Hearts were actually very good Alan McGregor's got saves you know there was you know in, 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 you know again you know that, that's what you want you want your, your top teams playing well and a real competition, and I, I say I don't, I don't think they'll go away. I, I think that the, the teams are playing very well. I think it'll be a very, very open league, and you know, uh, it's, it's open a league as we've had in, in a long, long time. Uh, Brendan Rodgers still not been into his press conference. Let's quickly hear from James Forrest. Yeah, obviously it's the, the first time I've scored uh, four goals for Celtic, and 
As I said, no, I, was, uh, I think the manager's been wanting us to be like more like, clinical and ruthless in, in front of goal. And I think you, you've really seen that hunger today from from really start to finish in that first half. Is as, as, uh, we couldn't have done much better. And yeah, no, it was it was. I think it's it's been coming. Like I think the last few games we have been playing better and maybe not just not just took the chances. And, and today. Uh, we, we managed to do that so hopefully we can kick on to here Just very quickly before we go Jim uh, time is against us a little bit a final word on that man's contribution this afternoon Yeah, Just outstanding something outstanding his he's, he's finishing was brilliant his overall I mean you heard Tommy Wright saying you know they couldn't handle him today and, and when he's on that type of forum you know, he's he's uh, you know the the type of player that, that was looking to win the the, the player of the year uh, last year, and uh, you know, as I said, he's an exciting talent. But for me, let him off a leash, keep him higher up the pitch. Don't play him as a wing back. Uh, Hugh, there's a tweet coming from Glenn Davidson, which probably sums up the way we are at the moment. It says, "Good football, better competition, better excitement, more interest, more argumentative chaos. Altogether, better for our game." And the gentleman who tweeted earlier to say, "What about some praise for this city on the day that Celtic and Rangers lit it up with nine goals, six for Celtic at Perth, three for Rangers at Ibrox?" I give you the final line from the best song ever written about this city, and the bell, and the bird. And the fish and the tree let Glasgow flourish. Mark Wilson looks confused, but he's just not as educated as you, Hugh Evans. Thank you, Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, and Gordon DL. Thank you to the top team at the grounds. We bid you farewell, Jim Duffy and Alex Ray. We're back tomorrow night, six o'clock. Your big weekend review starts at six in the company of myself, Hugh Evans, and Alex Ray. In the meantime, stay where you are, though, because the big top forty is up next.